Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Dana Workman from Haunted Highway on Sci-Fi, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Boom. This is Bill Murphy of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Fake Paranormal Files, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey everybody, this is Rex Williams, the medic from Destination Truth, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. This is True TV's haunting evidence investigator, Patrick Burns. And ghost huntress author, Marley Gibson. And you're, you're listening, listening to ghost host, Sophia Temporelli. Ian, Michael Perry. And we're here... Hello, we're here at the Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli and Weekly Paranormal. Weekly, Weekly at LiveParanormal.com. <laughs> this is Stefan Brigatti from Pacific Coast Paranormal, and you're listening to the Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. She rocks. This is Christopher Sanders with My Ghost Story on Biography. You are listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hi, this is Professor Lloyd Auerbach, parapsychologist, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. This is author Alexandra Holzer, and you're listening to ghost host Sophia Temporelli. Hi, this is Jeff Belanger, host of 30 Odd Minutes, founder of GhostVillage.com, and author of lots of your favorite paranormal books, and you're listening to the ghost host Sophia on LiveParanormal.com. Boo! This is Nick Groff, executive producer of Ghost Adventures, the original documentary in Ghost Adventures, season 1 through 10, and executive producer of Ghost Stalkers, author of Chasing Spirits, the building of the Ghost Adventures crew, and founder of NickGroffTours.com. You are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Tune in. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporilli, on LiveParanormal.com. This is April, the psychic housewife in New Jersey, featured on the travel channels, The Holes of Files. I just wanted to wish my very dear friend, Sophia Temporelli, a very happy 11-year anniversary right here on Live Paranormal. Congratulations, Sophia. I love you and I'm so proud of you. 
That's right, it's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporelli here on LiveParanormal.com. And yes, congratulations on over 11 years of broadcasting here on LiveParanormal.com and now GhostHunting.com. So you can listen on uh, both networks. Thank you, Rob Sarek, for providing this format each and every week and to all of our moderators. Thank you guys for patching us through at live events over the years when we had no internet feed. Thank you guys for all your help. Feel free to call into the show, 347-202-0316. That's 347-202-0316. I'll be posting our guest link into the links into the chat room, too, as well throughout the show. So feel free to jump in at any time in the uh, chat room. And any questions for our guests, make sure they're all caps so we can distinguish among the uh, chatter in the, cap- in the uh, chat room, too, as well. Today, we welcome OCParacon.com founder, uh, 22 Creations Multimedia founder, host and executive producer of the Geek Speak Show and Paranormal Perception Show, Henry San Miguel. Everyone, visit OCParacon.com paranormalperception.show, thegeekspeakshow.com, and on Twitter and Instagram, paranormalperception1 and geekspeakshow1. But uh, today we're going to be discussing the OC Paracon. That's going to be next weekend. That's going to be October 1st and 2nd. Uh, you get to meet the uh, ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, too, as well. She'll be there on the uh, broadcaster panel. And uh, upcoming, we have author Rob Gutro. He's going to be promoting his latest release, Ghosts of England. That's going to be November 5th. We have Bent Light Communications founder and SETI researcher William Lawrence will be on the program November 12th. Ed and Lorraine Warren Foundation director and PERS founder, investigator and empath Bill Slevin will be on the program on November 19th. So you don't want to miss any of these upcoming shows. You notice those are all November dates. We have networks that are securing their guests to promote throughout uh, for Ghosttober, and that will be starting, uh, you know, uh, coming right up to all through October. So you don't want to miss any of these upcoming shows, so like the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on uh, LiveParanormal.com Facebook fan page to learn of those guests as we learn of them real time. And let's see here. Let me bring on the ghost host, Sophia. Congratulations on over 11 years of broadcasting here. Thank you. I can't believe it's already been 11 years. I know you're doing a fantastic job. You've helped a lot of people along the way, too, as well. It's Peter James' birthday today. We lost him 15 years ago, the great uh, psychic paranormal researcher on Fox uh, uh, hit show series, Sightings. And, Peter, happy birthday. Uh, and uh, we miss you, Peter. And, Sophia, I know you got all these links. You have uh, the Twitter, the Instagram, all these different things. Where can people find you? I'm on Twitter at Steve Temporelli as well, and Instagram just at Steve Temporelli. So I'm terrible. Yeah, we cursed you with a really long name. Yeah, so if people just, if you drop an L in Temporelli, you can uh, find on pretty much everything there. Well, tell us about your guest, Sophia. Today, we welcome OC Paracon founder, 22 Creations Multimedia founder, host and executive producer of the Geek Speak show, Paranormal Perception, Henry San Miguel. Everyone visit ocparacon.com, paranormalperception.show, thegeekspeakshow.com, Twitter, Instagram, paranormalperception1, geekspeakshow1. Let's welcome Henry into the show. Okay, let's see here. Trying to unmute right now. Henry, welcome to the show today. Hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Hey, Henry, thank you so much for coming back on today. Sure. So to start off, congratulations on the OC Paracon. It's going to be an amazing event. Um, Do you want to tell the audience a little bit about the event and how that all started for you? 
Yeah, uh, thanks for the congratulations. Yeah, it, it honestly at this point it's uh, pretty much done. It's just a sigh of relief. It's finally happening next week. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it started. It was actually an idea that I had when I first moved here to, to Anaheim uh, at the end of 2019. But as we all know, COVID in 2020 had other ideas, so that it didn't happen. Uh, 2021, still getting over it. 2022, this year, uh, we're finally going to do it for real. We did it. We did a virtual. Um, uh, version of it in 2021 but this year is going to be the first in person and really it's a reflection of what you hear on paranormal perception where it's not it's not just about investigative teams and ghost hunters and i i got this investigate i caught this evidence i caught that that's great we'll have some of those there but really it covers everything it covers uh because i mean the word paranormal doesn't automatically mean ghost so the guests, the speakers that will be on there, they they reflect that. Uh, a lot of them are, are have been on the show. So, and this the I've talked to the, uh, the the attendees, the ticket buyers, and they they love the fact they love two things. One, the fact that it's in their backyard because mm-hmm. for a long, long time there hasn't been anything in L.A. or in the Orange County area. So they're glad that they can meet all all the speakers and everybody, and they don't have to go across the country to meet them. It's uh, an hour or thirty minute drive away. For them, so so there's a lot of excitement about uh, OC Paracon. Definitely. And where can people go and purchase tickets? Also, um, who will be some of the speakers there? The everything is on uh, OCParacon.com. Uh, the the tic- I will say the tickets, they're close to selling out. I anticipate it might be sold out by the middle of this coming week. But uh, you can go up there now. We have all that's left is single and two day tickets. VIP sold and like three days and we put them up for sale, but we still have a few more tickets left. Uh, as far as who's going to be there, uh, it's a joint event. We're, uh, it's, I'm doing it all, uh, of course, Paranormal Perception, but I'm also, I also have my guys and everything is supernatural. They're, they're my, uh, on the show, they're my spiritual and paranormal consultants and they're a team of uh, Navajo mm-hmm. investigators. So it's between us two that are putting it together. So they're going to be there for sure. You'll see them on stage and we'll have our own setup uh, over there, but you're also going to meet uh, all everybody that's going is a friend of mine, and they've been on the show. Patty Negg is going to be there. Uh, Cleet Keith will be there. He's had, he used to work at the uh, the Greystone Mansion, and he wrote a book about about the haunted Greystone Mansion. That's something that not a lot of people know that it's actually haunted. Uh, they may recognize it from big blockbuster movies, but they don't know that there's also a haunted history to it. So he'll talk about that. Uh, Chris Levin is an he's an actor and a filmmaker who. He doesn't. He's not an investigator or anything. He's. I, li- I like the fact that uh, he's. He agreed to do this because he represents uh, most of the attendees that are going there, especially the ones that are just getting into the paranormal. They don't have. They don't. They've never done investigations. That's Chris. He. His mom was a clairvoyant, and his interest in the paranormal was actually sparked when he was in college back in Florida by a Halloween visit mm-hmm. from John Zappis, and so that sparked his interest in this. So he's going to talk about. What uh, everything that he that he that he's interested in, the things that he's felt. He used to run uh, a team, and when he was still in college back in Florida, uh, then he moved here to LA to pursue being an actor, and obviously he's doing it now. And he'll show some trailers and some clips from some of the movies he's done. So he'll he'll talk about that. Uh, the newest one that we uh, that we just added a couple of weeks ago is uh, Kelly Brickle. She's a numerologist, and she's actually here from the Orange County area. She'll be doing a live numerology demonstration. So people from the audience, they can, I think she's asking for your your birth day and your birth month. I don't think she needs the year, and then she'll 
She'll do a quick reading. It's not going to be, you know, a detailed one. Uh, she'll be there all week, and so if you want a detailed one, you can make one with her in the exhibitor room. But that's the newest thing that we have. Uh, Rick McCollum is going to be there also. I think you know him very well, uh, listeners to, to your show. They probably know him very well. Uh, and another one that I really like is M.G. Stevens. She's an author. She wrote a book called The Boogeyman Chronicles. It's, it's autobiographical. It's about her her story. But what I really like about uh, M.G. is she's really trying to shed, shed light on neurodivergent mediums, you know, people that have ADD or some kind of mental disorder, but they all, they're also psychically gifted. Uh, when they go to their doctors and get their treatment, the doctors usually you know, play it off as a, eh, it's, it's just in their head, part of the sickness. But she's trying to let people know that, no, it actually might be real. So I love the fact that she's going to talk about that and, and you know, shed more light on, on that because it's a subject that really doesn't, it's not really talked about on, uh, in our community. Uh, and, mm-hmm. and there's a lot. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just saying, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, it really is a topic. Uh, my grandfather was a paranoid schizophrenic. My dad was adopted, but our former home was haunted. And, you know, I wonder how much he, he definitely was mentally ill, but, you know, how much was also the haunting that was plaguing him, too? Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, a lot of people, you know, like I said, they – they, it, when it's little kids, it's oh, it's just an imaginary friend, or, or when people are getting older, well, he's just older. I mean, you know, he might be showing dement- and it's not. It's like, like this is what MG's talking about. It's actually a real thing, mm-hmm. and it's time to start recognizing that. Definitely. Um, I mean, so many amazing people at the event, though. Um, you know, it's just really great to see something, you know, in the California area again in terms of paracons. Um, what are some of the booths that people can expect to see there as well? Most most of them are the speakers that are going to be there. They'll, they'll, some are taking their uh, their books, their movies. Some are giving readings. Uh, the two that aren't speakers are two psychics, and they both have different styles. One is Jackie Campbell. The other is, is uh, Debbie, Debbie Romero. Debbie, she communes through spirit, as she says, and she, she's very, very lively. Her energy is like, You'll feel it through the roof, and she's very, very bubbly, very fun. Reminds me a lot of Patty Dagry, her type of personality. Mm-hmm. So, should we should all of us go in there? Should get hit by all that energy from Patty and also from Debbie. So that that should be fun. Uh, and then Jackie, she she just does a straight psychic reading. So you, everybody go in there. You can get those kinds of readings from uh, from both of them or from or from either one. Well, that's amazing. I mean, I always think it's so great when there's, you know, multiple psychics in an area so people can see, you know, how each psychic differs in the way they work, but also, you know, see what they pick up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Henry, I mean, besides this event, I mean, you've clearly had an interest in the paranormal for, you know, quite some time. What initially sparked that interest for you? Was it an experience or have you just always been interested in kind of the spooky side of things? I always have. Um, my first, ex- my actual experience was when I was four years old. I saw full-bodied apparitions in my room. Uh, uh, I was scared only because I didn't know who they were, what they were doing in my room. But I wasn't terrified of them. Uh, I, after the next morning, that's when the interest started. I wanted to know more. I, I, in a way, I was kind of wishing they would come back to, you know, so maybe I could talk to them. But I knew, I don't remember how, but I knew I knew what a ghost was. I knew about scary, I used to watch horror films even at that age. Uh, I always tell people, I think 
I'm one of those kids that watched The Exorcist when I was too young, uh, and I, but I actually liked it. I was scared, but I liked it. Um, so, so I was aware of you know ghosts and the paranormal and things like that. But it was it was definitely that experience when I was four years old that sparked this interest and something that's been with me my entire life. Uh, you know, like you, like you mentioned at the top, uh, my career has been radio over almost 40 years at this point. Uh, and and I never did paranormal radio, but uh, you know, because I started in music and then I switched to talk radio right before the turn of the century, and uh, in music radio. In October, especially on Halloween, because that's what stations do. You know, they bring in psychics and witches and scary stuff. And so that was the only time that I was exposed to professionals. I didn't even know what they were. I didn't even know there were professional paranormal people. And to me, it was the coolest thing in the world. Uh, and from them, because uh, back then we didn't we didn't have, and I sound ancient when I say we didn't have the internet, we didn't have TV shows like we do now. So, and you couldn't really talk about it. You couldn't ask anybody because it was still kind of taboo um and especially not at work because you know i've never called i never i've never said i work because doing radio it's not a job really isn't i get paid to play i've always said that um but it's still Mm -hmm. a job and and you never you're not supposed to talk to uh you know i i I hear this or i see that because they would look look at me sideways squint their eyes like i don't know about this kid so I didn't really talk to anybody. It wasn't, like I said, until uh, October, Halloween, when they would bring in, just for fun, they would bring in the psychics, the witches, you know, scary things. I'm the only one that actually took them seriously, and a lot of them saw that, took me aside, and that's how, when I started to learn more about the paranormal world and what it's about, and, you know, that, that really the, uh, the spark that I got. So yeah, it, it, and it, this interest in the paranormal, this fascination with it not in the morbid way just the fascination it's been around i i mean i can't remember really anything before four years old that's also the year that i saw star wars and that changed my life in the, in the theaters so i always say my life started at four years old because i remember everything uh from that year uh, especially watching star wars so but the par- paranormal definitely from when i was four years old to to today continues to today yeah, I mean, I always think it's amazing, you know, when you are able to talk to so many people through radio shows and how many of them have, you know, always had an interest or an experience from such a young age and, you know, just how that shapes people as adults into paranormal investigators or someone who has an interest in, you know, kind of the spookier side of things, whether it's horror movies or haunted attractions. There's always something that, you know, in childhood led them down that path. Yeah. hmm so, I mean, going from radio, obviously you have, you know, an extensive background in that. How did you go from being, you know, basically a normal radio host to starting Paranormal Perception and ultimately the Geek, the Geek Speak show as well? Well, that, the Geek Speak show came first, and I should say that the Geek Speak show is now a ghost. It's been gone since the beginning of this year because, um, mm-hmm. honestly, I think it ran its course. It was 11, almost 12 years at that point, and, and what – I don't not like geek culture. I still watch Star Wars, all the geek stuff. I still watch it. That's never going to leave me. But honestly, it was the audience. The audience has changed a lot from when I first started that show. Uh, the audience is very – they don't really care about um, the movies. Um, and you see it on social media when uh, when the next Star Wars or, you know, big movie that's coming out. All they want to know – they're not excited. All they want to know is who's in it, who, who dies, what's going to happen. Like, well, and I always say, well, why, why are you going to watch it if you already know what's, what's going to happen? So I, I wasn't – and they and I was seeing that 
they weren't really interested in hearing the interviews with the uh, with the filmmakers, the actors, like like I was in the beginning. So everything told me it's time to end it. So that ended it, and so it's been gone. But um, the reason why I started the Geek Speak show is similar to the par- the paranormal. Is because, like I said, in re- regular radio, when, when when I was in music, and then also in talk radio, music we just obviously play music, and we only do spooky or scary, and it's not really paranormal. It's just fun, spooky around October, Halloween. In talk radio, you except for coast to coast AM, you rarely talk about paranormal, except maybe on Halloween. It's usually politics or sports or just, or news or issues of the day or the traffic and weather. Um, so when podcasts became a thing. That's when, uh, like many people who do podcasts, we, we said, hey, we can talk about stuff that interests us on there and without, without you know, getting the program director to tell us, no, you can't talk about that. No one can tell us you can't talk about that. So that's why I started first the Geek Speak show and then eventually um, Parallel Perception because when I was doing the Geek Speak show, I noticed that as many downloads as I used to get for the regular episodes, the Halloween episode, it, it wasn't unheard of. They get into the 100,000 downloads, which told me, obviously, they love the spooky stuff. Not just horror, but just the paranormal, because I had a lot of paranormal investigators, real ones, come on, and we, we did a whole thing that, for the Halloween episode. So that was doing paranormal perception was a natural transition. But when when we were, when I say we, it's my former co-host, uh, the original co-host on uh, Paranormal Perception, Aaron Olash, when we said, let's start Paranormal Perception, we sat down and thought about it, because at that time, there were already hundreds of uh, paranormal podcasts, and a lot of them were hosted by people that have been in the industry for decades. They were investigators. They were part of a team. We don't do that. I'm not an investigator, like like you mentioned. Uh, I've done radio. That's all I've ever done. I'm not an investigator. So what are we going to bring? What are we going to say? We can say we can talk about our experiences. Okay, there's one episode. Now what? So we decided mm-hmm. to do it like like. Geek Speak Show and a little bit like Coast to Coast AM where we're not the experts in anything. We just provide the platform for experts to, to come in and, and, and do it. And so far, it, people love it. People are loving paranormal perception. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing just, you know, all the stuff you can learn from talking to people in the paranormal. And I'm sure you've heard some really, you know, fascinating stories through your time, you know, doing paranormal perception. What is the most interesting thing you've heard um, while doing the show? Uh, I think it was a cat in the background answering the questions. I don't know. I couldn't understand. I don't speak cat, but it was funny, but I thought it was just a one-time thing. But I forget who the guest was, but uh, cause I was so <laughs> distracted by the cat, but that was the funniest thing so far that's happened on Paranormal Perception. Um, but other than that, it, a lot of them, honestly, they it's it's what I expected. There have been a few... Um, well, especially when now that I have um, Unearthing the Supernatural my, and everybody that's going to OC Paracon, you'll meet them there. They literally have given me and the, and the listeners a whole new perception of the paranormal. Everything that I thought I knew, that I had learned over the years, everything that I thought the experts knew pales in comparison to what they actually know. Uh, and they're young. They're, they're like, uh, I, think they're, I think they're younger than you. No, about around your age. Um, and, but to me, they're like old souls because they, especially Hero, the, the older one, he's very, very psychically gifted. He uh, he was picked by his elders, the Navajo elders, and, and the teachings have been passed on to him because 
decades from now, he'll mm-hmm. be an elder and he'll be leading the Navajo Nation. But he's very much there. Both of them are very much in tune with not ghostly human spirits, but entities, not demons, but just entities. Uh, in fact, they're doing that at OC Paracom. I'll probably talk about that in a second, but uh, the things that they have taught me about um, uh, paranormal investigating and just the paranormal, the supernatural, uh, it starts with one saying that they have, think beyond written history. Because when people visit, you know, battlefields or even old mining towns, they usually start with the founder of the town or they found gold or this war happened or this, that. There's something that, that happened there long before America was even America. So... A lot of times the hauntings aren't the human spirits. It's other things that are there and will be there long after us. So, yeah, being having them on on the team on the show, it's definitely literally mm-hmm. given me a new perception of the paranormal. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing just how much history there is in America that really isn't documented because, you know, the natives that lived here weren't writing down every little step that happened. Yeah. And I think people forget that, the land was it's not like England where you have like these castles and stuff and all of this like documented history but there's still so much that happened here prior to the founding of America yeah yeah we talked about it on the uh, 4th of July episode this year that there it was a two part of the second part was uh, them and me and they talked about how uh, well they started the, um, the it's, so far it's one of the most downloaded shows this year and people love hearing that but they, t- they started with saying, you know, we're celebrating the, na- the founding of the nation today, but we got to say it can't, really, it can't really be the founding of a nation when there was already a nation there. And they talked about how the indigenous uh, people that were here, they had entire civilizations, cities, you know, financial institutions that were getting into medicine and everything, and suddenly it just got wiped out. So, yeah, there is an entire history that was just silenced, and a lot of people don't know. And a lot of it, honestly, is connected to paranormal paranormal issues that we we all investigate today absolutely and you know it's just amazing that they have that connection to the land and stuff um so i'm very interested to see you know um just what they'll talk about at the oc paracon um but it's amazing that you were able to build that connection with them and you know learn more just about not only their culture but their take on the paranormal yeah yeah it's definitely eye-opening so um i do know we have to take a quick commercial break so we'll be right back with more questions i figured since um that question just ended it's perfect time before we get into a different topic yeah, and your calls are welcome to uh the ghost host show with sophia temporarily on liveparanormal.com feel free to call in 347-202-0316 that's 347-202-0316. As well, feel free to jump into the live paranormal chat room. Any questions, make sure they're all caps among the uh, chatter that we have in the chat room. As today, we welcome OCParacon.com founder and uh, 22 Creations multimedia founder and executive producer of the Paranormal Perception Show, Henry San Miguel. And for the event, everyone visit OCParacon.com. That's OCParacon.com. And we'll be right back. Hi, this is Dustin Perry, the Paranormal Rockstar, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with the most, Sophia Temporelli, only on LiveParanormal.com. Hey, this is Rick Hayes, the psychic medium, life consultant, author, and lecturer. 
and you're listening to the ghost host Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Believe. Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. This is psychic medium Erica Busterhaney with Second Sight Paranormal TV, and you're listening to The Ghost Coast with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Not only am I Dave Schrader, but I'm Dave Schrader of Travel Channel's The Holzer Files, and you're listening to <laughs> Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. I feel left out. I wanted to throw myself into your mix of, of voiceovers now. <laughs> I love it. You know, uh, it's almost like we didn't leave break. Oh, poor Dave left out of the uh, voice beds there. I'm trying to bring everybody unmute now. Let's see here. Slowly toggling. And Sophia and Henry. Still waiting on Sophia. There we go. You're back on, Henry. Thanks for coming. Hey, Henry. Thank you again so much for coming on today. Oh, Henry. Yeah. yeah. I'm still trying to get, yeah, Sophia's line dropped, and I've tried to bring you in, and uh, it was slow loading. That usually means we have a lot of people, so that's good. But, uh, yeah, just waiting for the host to get get back in there. Okay, here's Sophia, and she's still untoggling here. And there she is. Sophia, you're back on with Henry. Hey, sorry, I couldn't hear anything, so I just figured I would call back in. My yeah, me either. You. I got scared for a second. I heard nothing. I was like, oh, what happened? I went to another dimension. Yeah. <laughs> I, my phone's – I'll talk to my cousin sometimes, and, like, the phone's just not working. So I was like, I'll just call back really quick because it's probably just a bad connection. Um, but thank you again so much for coming on today, Henry. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's my pleasure. So, I mean – with, you know, the OC Paracon, um, I know a lot of events also do paranormal investigations. Will there be any investigations during the time of the event? No, not doing investigations. And uh, a lot of people actually have asked about that. Uh, and the reason why this one doesn't have one is because I've never been a fan of those at the Paracons that I do because there's so many people that it honestly just becomes a circus. And, and in the beginning, yeah, you get a lot of evidence because I always compare it to when you visit a home that has a puppy and they hear the doorbell ring, they get excited. Oh, somebody new to play with. The spirits are the same way, especially if mm-hmm. it's somewhere where ordinarily they don't get 
investigations done there. Suddenly there's all these people asking questions and paying attention to them, so that's why they get REM pods going off, EVPs and all kinds of things. By 10, 11, midnight, 2 o'clock in the morning, people are sitting there, you know, strumming their fingers because nothing's happening because the spirits are tired, too. They drain their energy. So uh, that's part of the reason why I, I don't. And, and also as now that I guess you can call me an organizer, I always I started OC Paracon, the planning, by asking one simple question. Am I organizing an investigation or a Paracon? And similar to the shows that I do, I'd rather concentrate on the content, having a, having a Paracon that I would want to go to, having the kind of speakers that I would go to, uh, rather than doing an investigation. Investigation we can do, you know, anyone can do at any time, really. It doesn't, doesn't going to cost you anything. But uh, that's the, the reason why OC Paracon does not, is not, will not have uh, an investigation uh, part, as part of it. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. I mean, investigations are a lot of fun, but they can be very draining, um, not only yeah. just on the attendees, but the people planning them, because those are some late nights. Um, I don't know how a lot of these investigators do it. I'm tired a lot of the time. I would say I'm probably one of the worst investigators, because I actually like going to bed at a normal hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they like going to uh like two three four in the morning and honestly I'll, I'll be honest with you, the uh, now that i'm getting older i'm the same way it's it's harder when it's a regular investigation and i, I rarely do those but it's a regular investigation like i you know politely bow out but with with my production company when we're shooting tv shows i have no choice so i have to stay there so a lot of coffee a lot of energy drinks to, to stay up with them Definitely. And, you know, speaking of your productions and filming, can you tell us how you founded 22 Creations Multimedia? Yeah, that was in, also in 2020. You know, again, new city, new uh, new beginning, new everything. So I figured, hey, this is going to be the perfect place to do it. Everybody's here. Everybody that you know works in movies is here. But then, like I said, COVID 2020 said, eh, no, not this year. So it was quiet for a while and things finally you know because everything was shut down every industry from you know film all the way down to well we had regular services but most everything was shut down but now finally things are starting to slowly open back up again that includes the entertainment um uh, industry so you're seeing a lot more films a lot more tv shows a lot more things being done although we did shoot um in 2020 it wasn't here in california it was out of state but we did shoot one but now we're doing more things, and and uh, and I and I keep saying, in all the interviews I've done, when people hear that I have a production company, they they assume that we only do paranormal shows. We don't. We do everything. We do sci-fi, comedy, drama, uh, for content creators, for YouTube channels, or or whatever they need. I do a lot of sound design because that's that's my specialty. Uh, sound design for films, for shows, for podcasts, for radio radio stations. Uh, so we it it is literally multimedia and we do we do a lot of different things with with the company yeah i mean it's so great just you know to have that background and experience especially when you're doing stuff in the paranormal because you know it's so good to just be able to document things in like a proper way and you know help people out who may not know how to document you know investigating or you know wanting to start filming something so I mean, it's amazing that, you know, you can help people out like that and uh, just show people the different sides to, you know, just investigating because it's great when you capture evidence, but if you don't have kind of that record of it, then it's hard to explain. Yeah, you know, as, you know as the kids say today, if there's no video, it didn't happen. 
<laughs> yeah, Pixar didn't often. <laughs> so, I mean, when you were studying for Paracon, what was kind of your process for that, too? Because I know a lot of people, you know, love these events, but they are so hard to put on. What was that like for you? It was, honestly, it was easy in the beginning. Um, uh, well, it was hard only because, like I mentioned, we were just coming out of the pandemic, and hotels, all the places we looked at, they they weren't sure if they could do events. How, did they have to limit us to how many people? Are there uh, COVID guidelines? That, all of that was something new, mm-hmm. uh, not just for OC Paracon, I'm sure. Every event, concerts, even movie theaters, everything that's you know has public, is, is out in the public, uh, sporting events they had to go through that as we slowly opened back up again. So that was a new step for everyone, myself included, that we all had to go through. After that, the first big step for us was getting getting the uh, the location. Uh, it wasn't the speakers. It wasn't anything because I, I didn't want to get speakers, but, you know, it's, it's, it, we don't have anywhere to, to hold it. It would be kind of like inviting you over to dinner, but I don't have a house to invite you to dinner too. So, uh, once we got the the hotel, then I went about getting the speakers, and that actually was the easy part. Of that because that one, a lot of it, like I said, it, it, the uh, OC Paracon reflects paranormal perception, the the guests, and and what I talk about on there. And so it was easy to invite a lot of the guests that are because uh, a lot of them are friends anyway. Uh, just invite them. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get a lot of uh, once people started hearing about it, I, still, I started to get a lot of um, uh, emails from people that. From the, uh, from the, you have a lot of them, the travel shows and some of the TV shows. Uh, I said no to them only because I didn't want it to turn into a commercial for all the TV shows. They, everybody knows they're there, and, and really, the, I've always said it. I'm paying perception there, but they know that. To me, they're not investigators. They're actors. They, they're not part of the paranormal mm-hmm. community. And this uh, OC Paracon, that's who it's for. It's not a platform for them to. To promote their their TV shows, uh, they they have plenty of platforms to do that. It's for especially uh, in the Orange County, it's for local people. Uh, I mean, Patty, she's on Ghost Adventures, obviously, but um, she's not a regular. Even though it kind of feels like it. When, every time I watch Ghost Adventures, there's Patty, but um, she's really the uh, the biggest quote unquote name that that is going to be there. But everybody else, they're local to to L.A., to Orange County, and, and people love that. People, the attendees that are going there, they love the fact that they've never heard of these groups and they get to meet them there, learn from them, see what they're about. Uh, and and that was that's the plan moving forward with OC Paracon is to keep it as local as possible. I, I don't want it to turn into the San Diego Comic-Con for the paranormal. We have plenty of those out there, and I hear from a lot of people while, while they go, they really don't enjoy that because they don't really get nothing out of it other than look at my show, look at my show. I'm great, I'm great. Yeah, okay, that's nice. But what you know? How, how can they learn more about the paranormal? They learn about their TV show, but not about the paranormal. So that's what the focus right. of OC Paracon is. For sure. Um, I mean, it's always nice to have just that smaller setting to connect with people and you know hear their stories and you know get readings and be able to just kind of talk to people on a personal level. Yeah. So, I mean, with events like this, I know that a lot of people also look ahead to the future. Um, when planning the OC Paracon, do you already know, you know, what kind of you're looking at for next year? Um, are you going to do something at a similar place or, you know, uh, are you going to kind of start taking it around? Um, I know you want it local to California, but would you try cities like Long Beach or, you know, L.A. or anything? 
Not LA only because then it doesn't make sense. If it's Orange County Paracon, it's got to stay in Orange County. That's mm-hmm. that's the one thing uh, about the name. Unless I change it between now and then. Um, but as far as growing it bigger, yes. Without all the details, I'm actually already starting to plan next year's event. Now we haven't we haven't even had this one yet till next weekend. But I'm already looking at a bigger loca- two bigger locations for next year. Both are here in the in Orange in Orange County. One. Uh, one of the biggest in Orange County. Uh, the it's right next to the uh, happiest place on earth, and people can guess where that is. Uh, but um, I'm looking at that, and also uh, to make it more more interactive. Uh, instead, it will have speakers, but that was my plan always with OC Paracon, is to make it more interactive, more workshops, more um, uh, how to do investigations. Uh, you know, what does what does this mean? And and more, even more variety than we have this year. I think uh, oh. looking over the list, I don't think we have. The, the UFO community represented, so we, we got to do something about that for next year's. Uh, cryptozoology isn't represented, really. Uh, a lot of things that we talk about on the show, that there's not a lot of representation for that this year, so we got to fix that. So there will be a lot more. Uh, plus, with a bigger space, it just gives us more room for more speakers. Definitely. I mean, it's just amazing, you know, how these conventions grow year by year, too, and, you know, the, the amount of, you know, amazing people that you can find out about each year, whether it's cryptozoology or, you know, UFOs. I mean, there's so many people in the field that, you know, I, I think different aspects people want to learn about but may not know how to start. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, with this, I mean, you have had so many experiences within the field. Um, I know with the Paracon, you don't do investigations with that just for, you know, so the guests can relax and enjoy it and not feel overwhelmed by whatever may occur. But what are some of the investigations you've gone on, um, you know, throughout your time in the paranormal, and what was the most memorable experience on one of them? A lot of them, honestly, now that I'm thinking back on a lot of them were, I didn't even know I was in the, I was on an investigation. It was in my home that I grew up in in, in San Francisco. I, I call it the Haunted Mansion because it was, it was at the end, we had a, a couple of mediums go through it and found out there was a portal in there, which explains why I saw and heard so many things over my life there. Um, but, you know, every every day was an adventure slash investigation in that house. And really that's um, – I learned by, by trial by fire, as the saying goes, uh, by seeing things, hearing things, experiencing things, some scary, some not so much. Uh, and, and then the – Investigations, actual investigations, it wasn't until this millennium when I started doing the uh, the Geek Speak show. Actually, uh, when I started featuring for the Halloween episodes, I started having investigator friends of mine, and they invited mm-hmm. me to go out. Uh, we did the Winchester House, Alcatraz, and then and then um, I, I didn't have the company yet, but because of, you know because of my background and I have equipment, they would ask me, Hey, can you help me shoot you know an investigation of this? So I would go on with them to do that. And that's where I learned a lot of things. And we shot whatever they wanted. But then after, we spent a lot of time, even though, like you earlier, I wanted to get some sleep. But, hey, they wanted they invited mm-hmm. me, so I had to, I'll stay up for the investigation. And I learned a lot, actually, from uh, how, how you investigate, why you investigate, why you use the tools you don't or why uh, you do or why you don't. And, and one thing I really like, and I'm, I like the fact that we're seeing that, especially on, on the television shows now, um, there, there is uh, more of a team up between someone that's a straight investigator using the tools and a psychic. 
So one mm-hmm. can validate the other. Like if the psychic feels or sees something and it's validated by the equipment, well, you know, there's two witnesses, quote unquote. You can't you can't doubt it now. Or vice versa, the equipment says something and then the the, the psychic gets it. Also, uh, I love that. I I love teams that have, that do have a psychic on on their team because um, I'm not one of those. I know there's especially in the older teams uh they they for whatever reason they have an aversion to I, I i don't believe in psychics well if you believe in the paranormal that's part of it that's part of the world so yeah i i would i definitely would would have a psychic on, on if i had a, an investigative team yeah or historians I mean, yeah some don't yeah 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 it's great to just have that connection to the other side that you can't normally see or sometimes even pick up with equipment but with great locations out there in the world, where would you love to investigate the most and why? Well, it used to be Waverly Hills, but right now it's got to be put on hold until they get over their issues that they're going with. Uh, but I, I've been there not to investigate. I've done a lot of uh, events there with, with the radio stations, like I mentioned, but that's the Winchester Mystery House. Um, there's a lot of people don't think it's haunted. They think it's just a tourist attraction. I used to think that when we used to do um, – Halloween broadcast. We we never went inside, and there wasn't investigations. It was just uh, you know having fun. Oh, it's a spooky house. It wasn't until the Geek Speak show when we started doing a lot of things with the Winchester Mystery House, and then now obviously with Paranormal Perception. And I've actually had experiences in in the Winchester House that that confirms to me, yes, it's haunted. Now I'm not going to go as far as to say it's Sarah Winchester. I don't think, and many mediums and investigators have confirmed that she's not there. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the spirits that are there are workers um, that that are still around because they were really yeah. close to to the, to the house. Um, but that's one that I would especially now with my guys, with unearthing the supernatural with Hero and Sean Clan. I would love to go back with them, and not for a television show, just for a regular investigation and see what they can find. Yeah, I mean it's such an iconic location, but there is you know so many workers that died there that. It is hard to tell, you know, who exactly you're talking to. Um, yeah. But I do know we're coming towards the end of the show, and I know you have a lot of prepping to do still for the event. So um, I appreciate you even taking the time out today to speak with me. But are there any websites, upcoming interviews, or events that you would like to mention? Uh, everything OCParacon.com. Every, uh, tickets, speakers, and tickets, uh, like I said, were almost sold out. Um, we're half the tickets are, are gone. The VIPs are also down, uh, but we have a few single and, and two day tickets. So everything ocparacon.com. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on today again, Henry. I mean, it's been amazing talking to you as always. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the event. Uh, I can't wait to see, you know, everything that happens there and, um, you know, everyone definitely make sure to check out the ocparacon.com. Yeah, and we can't remember. Wait. Tell everybody Sunday your schedule at 4 p.m. You'll they'll see you on stage. So everybody that's going, be ready to, to hear Sophia on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, I normally end up talking about food somehow. So we'll see how long that takes me. Well, um, thank you well, again, so much, Henry, and I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Thank you. Thank you both. Get some rest. All right. We'll see you then. All right, thanks, Henry. Well, fantastic show today, Sophia. Definitely, Henry was such a great guest as always. I want to thank you all for listening. This show definitely would not be possible without all of you. And make sure to check out the OC Paracon. Bye, guys.
Yeah, and it's going to be great next weekend. You know, you'll be there, as mentioned, on October 2nd uh, with the uh, broadcaster panel. So, everyone, OCParacon.com. That's uh, OCParacon.com, founded by Henry San Miguel. And uh, on Twitter and Instagram, he has Paranormal Perception 1, also ParanormalPerception.show. But everybody for the event, OCParacon.com. Also upcoming, we have Rob Gutro. He's promoting his latest release, Ghosts of England. That'll be uh, after October. That'll be actually November 5th. We have uh, networks that are booking their guests uh, starting in October, too, as well. But, yeah, everybody, we'll see you next week at the OC Paracon. Until then. Hi, this is Debbie at Sion Ghost Adventures. You're listening to The Ghost Host with your host, Sophia Temporelli, on Live Paranormal. God bless you all. for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.LiveParanormal.com the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.